Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Relationships Unhinged podcast. This is the part where I say, welcome back. Yeah. Gotcha. So today's story is crazy. It comes to us from Leadwood, Missouri, not to be confused with Deadwood. This is the story of Melissa Ancona and Frank Ancona Jr. What did Melissa and Frank do? So Frank was 51. Okay. And get this. I'm listening. He was the imperial leader of the American traditionalist knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, that's never good. No. So he founded this specific branch in 2009, and it had around 40 members. 2009? Yeah. Wow. So, but it never grew that big. It was a small movement. That's good. Now, incidentally, in their town of Leadwood, in 2010, there was one registered black person on the census. In 2010. Yeah. So he founded this group, basically, in a town that had no black people. That makes zero sense. I know. Either way, she was supportive of his endeavors, and she married him wearing... So she's an asshole, too, is what you're saying. Yeah. They were basically wearing KKK garb with, like, these, those, like, pointy hats, Hmm. which looked like the Princess Bride, with, like, netting down over their face. She was a crazy bitch. 44 years old. Clearly. And she had this illegitimate rescue for cats and a couple dogs, <laughs> up to 70 cats sometimes. In her house. Now they had a 1,000 square foot house. Oh my God. And, and this house. 70 cats in there. Was disgusting. What do you think? Mm-hmm. It must have smelled terrible in there. I can't, my brain, I can smell it. Like I can smell it without ever going in there. I can smell it. <laughs> so. When she started this illegitimate rescue, right. she was getting like, I guess, like some donations and some stuff like from other rescues or from vets. Did people know what these people were involved in? But then... Because who the okay, fuck so is donating to these Weirdly, people? now, weirdly, okay. everyone in their town knew what they were up to. But, now, I this is what I'm saying. I don't want to get into like anything, but he claims that he wasn't necessarily racist but that he wanted to preserve the white race and he was like nonviolent. And incidentally, there's this this black gentleman whose like mission it is to like turn people out of the KKK by saying like, hey, listen, you know, we're the same, you know, right. you're not better than me. Like, why do you hate me? You don't even know me. And he they became friends with Frank and they were like good friends. And he claims that like, you know, despite the fact that Frank was in the KKK and he was a black guy, their friendship transcended their skin color or their background beliefs. So, like, nobody, I don't think, thought of Frank as a violent guy, even though he was clearly a racist, you know? Well, yeah. Right. Like, like, so my point is he wasn't, like, burning crosses on his front yard. You, although you can't he, eat a steak until you're a vegetarian. Right. He did have a flag with, like, their signature, like, blood drop or something on it. Everyone knew what he did. But he wasn't disliked, weirdly. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's very bizarre. 
yeah um so um i'm gonna tell you i don't like this guy frank he seems like an asshole yeah well i guess you're gonna like what happened to him then okay so so all these people were like all these like rescues and stuff were like donating money to her like like or donating services and stuff like and food and stuff for her cats but then they realized that she was kind of like a scammer and a crazy person (laughs) and they were like yeah you think you're like really just a cat hoarder and we're not doing anything for you anymore right but in the meantime she could you imagine that what that house smelled like with 70 cats okay not I was in a house that. once that had yeah. ready for this yeah okay seven cats <laughs> and you know <laughs> there were seven cats in this house and you know what it smelled like i'm sure cat shit it smelled like ammonia shit <laughs> like seven seven you say seven it's 70. i know that's what i'm trying and to say and two dogs that's my whole point and here. two dogs that's I was in a house with seven cats, and it smelled like pure death. And they have seventy, <laughs> and one thousand square feet. Well, not only that, you know what she did? She ta- she like made this project where she put chicken wire all over the windows so the cats couldn't come or go. Like they like tore out the screens and stuff. <laughs> Their probably, house was literally falling down. They probably wanted to get the hell. There's probably some cats in there. Like this is fucking like they crazy. couldn't even take this out. Right. They're like right. this is fucking crazy. I get it out of here. <laughs> right. So, Jesus. Melissa, aside from being an illegitimate cat hoarder, <laughs> and wait, here's something. So when they cut off her funding, so mm. this is what a neighbor claims happened. He claims that she said, oh, I have a cat that needs to be put down. A but cat? A, a cat, right. A cat that needs to be put down, but there's like no veterinarian that will like give me any aid. And like, so can you just strangle it? Oh, no. Yeah. But the guy's like, no, fuck no. So he's like, <laughs> she was crazy. So anyhow, I think the good thing about this is they come from a town where there's just so many people willing to talk about this story. I don't know. Because I've never got de- so many like perspectives on this story that it's fascinating. I don't know. I never de- declawed kittens before. All right. I don't know. Just bring them over. Uh, Tiger King. No. Oh, crap. <laughs> I don't know, Connie. I've never declawed kittens before. How many? Eight? I don't know if I'm going to have time. Well, all right. Just bring them by the camp for this week, and I'll see what I can do. I'm not going to charge you. Just bring them by. And I'll see. Oh, crap. Did, I know did this. Did you say Tiger King? Yeah, I did. I know. I know this, though. What? So you think someone's going to bring a tiger to someone's oh, house? Oh, is this elf? The... It is elf. Okay. Very good. All right. All right. I knew it was something I watched recently. <laughs> yeah. Tiger King. Remember when she was, like, remember when she was spaying and neutering cats on a mattress in her back porch in Tiger King? So I think that's what, like, yeah, remember she's like... Oh, you talking about Carol Baskin? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was thinking from it. But they weren't fucking cats. Well, I mean, they're cats. They're felines. Or they're, whatever. They're, they were like fucking bobcats. <laughs> Hence the name cat. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, we're talking about goddamn cats. Like right. meow cats. Right. Right. So, anyhow. So, <laughs> Melissa's known as a pill popper. <laughs> I don't like it pictures someone wheeling a tiger like <laughs> like the movie with um the hangover when they have Mike Tyson's tiger oh, in the backyard. Oh my god. Yeah, just bring the tiger over. We'll declaw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, I I'm sorry. It's okay. So she's known as a pill popper, a compulsive liar who apparently would lie about anything. So uh, uh, her ex husband, 
mm-hmm. claimed that she would eat Lucky Charms and just say she ate Cocoa Puffs just for the hell of it. Just to lie. Just to lie. Yeah. Um, and she's an attractive girl with summer teeth. You know what summer teeth are? Yeah, some are here, some are there. Right. <laughs> Basically, I'm not sure if there's any because there's like a few interviews with her. I don't mm. think there's any, but you she know how like when your lips just... go in like so far that like you can't even tell if there's anything, yeah. not even a stump. So I think there's she none. She don't have the, just like the one snaggle tooth that just. If she does, you can't see. It's on an say. island. It just fucking, you can see a palm tree hanging off it. <laughs> I don't know. If she does, you can't see it clearly. Right. I think they're just all gone. Oh my God. So yeah. not only does the house smell like fucking 70 cats, but her breath probably smells like death. Hell. Right. And she takes pills. Mm-hmm. And she compulsively lies. I gotta tell you, this is uh, this is pretty gross. Right? So this is actually gross. Here's something else funny. Because she makes KKK wear right. on a sewing machine in the cat shit house. <laughs> she's known as the seamstress for the clan. Jesus. Like the song. The seamstress for the clan. <laughs> right? this like is, that one John song. <laughs> this is this is nuts. Right? This this story is just bonkers. It's fucking bonkers. Right. So now Frank lived next door to his dad, Frank Sr. And then Frank also had another Frank Jr. That was his son from a previous marriage. Okay. They both had previously been married. And they both had kids from like another marriage. No kids together. Well, thank God for that. Right. So Frank Sr. Hmm. lived next door to them. Okay. And they lived across the street from a fire department. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, I wonder why they didn't just spray a hose on their house. Like, every time they got a call, you think they're like, ah! Yeah. You know those firemen are like, they couldn't even keep their windows over because all that cat shit would just fly across the street. Right. Yeah. God. So, anyhow. So, Frank thinks she was trying to kill him for a while. Mm -hmm. Because he claims that she stole from him. And she stole, like, money. And she stole his medications. (laughs) So, he locked up his medications in a safe. But he claims that she drugged him with clonopin. He like passed out and then his meds were missing. And then so he was having a conversation with her daughter, Lauren, who's a grown, like grown woman, 26 at the time. And he says to Lauren, you know, I I consider this attempted murder. Like I could have died. I'm like really weak and dizzy. And like (laughs) I could have died. All this from the pneumonia. Well, because of the, she gave him clonopin and his coffee. Right. So Lauren says, just leave her right and he's like well i can't really do that i I do love her you know she's got problems and lauren was like no fuck that bitch because let me tell you what she said lauren was pregnant with her second grandchild so with melissa's second grandchild and melissa told her she hoped her and her baby died in childbirth jesus christ this woman was the worst human being on the planet okay god i know so Lauren said to him, like, just, you know, just leave her. She said, first of all, she's unstable. Second of all, she's mean. And third of all, like, I think she could be capable of murder. So he's yeah, like, you she know. wants someone to strangle her cat. Right. And so then Frank's like, not only that, I can't, I can't deal with the smell. I can't deal with the house. Sometimes he slept on the couch because there was just like so much disgustingness in the bedroom that he couldn't even sleep in there. And he slept with his truck keys his car keys in his pillowcase because he was afraid of her and thought he might have to flee in the middle of the night. <laughs> so this is the leader of the KKK. Right. Is afraid of this crackhead wife of his who looks beastly. Okay, beastly. So he claims that she, he thinks she tried to kill him like most, multiple times. 
And he said that the house was unfit even just for the animals to live in it. <laughs> so he called up like other family members besides her daughter and he was like, please just let her move in with you. Like, I can't deal with the, her drugs, her stealing, her pet hoarding. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to ask for a divorce. I don't want to like not have a place. Like, can somebody just take her? He even called her ex-husband and asked her ex-husband to take her back, even though they were divorced for 20 years. And the ex-husband was like, no. This is seriously, like, that is, like, desperation, man. Right. And the ex-husband was like, dude, leave her. Like, she's crazy. And yeah. she's a fucking psycho. Their neighbors said that she screamed at him day and night. This, this is not a, a weak guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... He finally was fed up and he asked for a divorce. And on February 9th of 2017, he didn't show up for work for the first time in 10 years. So what what'd this guy do? He drove something. He drove okay. like he had like a route. Like so like it said like he didn't drive his route. Like because then like another time, like he had called Lauren, which is her daughter, mm -hmm. the one that was pregnant, and he said to her, I was on my route driving, and I felt like the overwhelming urge to have to go to sleep. And he's like, she fucking fed me pasta. I think she must have put her clonopin in it again. And I think she wanted me to die because I think she wanted me to fall asleep driving because she was on my route. Yeah. So she could collect my social security, right? This so is nuts. when he doesn't show up for work, his son, the, his coworkers call his son Frank Jr., Jr., Jr. And Frank Jr. calls the police and goes to his house. So the police go to the house and there's Melissa along with her son from a previous marriage, which is named Paul Jankerson. He's 24. Okay. They won't let the police in. They're like, no, no. She's like, he he wanted to divorce me. He took a bag of clothes and he went to go work somewhere in another state. So the son's like, no. So the police chief comes out and he's like, listen, let, let us, let's just let us take a quick look, make sure everything's okay. And then, then we'll leave you alone. So I think what they did was just like a quick, like open the door, couldn't take the smell. Yeah. Did like a very quick sweep and we're like, okay, peace out. Yeah, Let us know if you hear from we're her. We're not going in there. Right. Yeah. I mean, because police say that the house was so terribly offensive that they couldn't bear it. They said that there was poop. Poop again. He caught the shit poop. <laughs> Cat hair litter like tra like tracked all over there were cats on like every surface there was like piles of like clothes and everything with like cats the department health didn't shut these people down like what's going on over there no and apparently these legitimate rescues that used to like donate to them tried to get them turned in like a million times but they never nobody did anything so you know so now he's missing february 9th and then you know they're just like okay well you know he's a grown-up he, if he took a bag of clothes and left you know let us know if you hear from him or whatever so nobody hears from him. Now Friday night, they find his car, like in the middle of the woods, and they find a burned bag of clothes. Hmm. Okay, so now they're like suspicious. On Saturday, this nice family goes to go fishing by this river. Oh boy. And they find him in his socks and underwear, dead hmm. on the riverbank. Of course, they get, they get an actual search warrant and all the cops are probably like, not it, but they had to go. <laughs> And they find blood spatter on the ceiling in her bedroom. Oh, boy. As well as a blood-soaked mattress. You know, they're investigating. Mm -hmm. And they find, like, this surveillance video, too, at this gas station. And it shows her driving Frank's car, her son driving his own car, 
then them coming back and them bro- they're both in her son's car. Oh, so he's where? Oh, yeah. He's involved. So now her son, who's 24, started out to be a nice kid, a nerdy kid even, who went to college, but then developed a problem with meth. Uh-huh. So once he developed a problem with meth, so he told his yeah, dad. Yeah, usually never ends well. He told his dad, which is her ex-husband, you know, Melissa's ex-husband, and he told his sister that Melissa was entertaining the thought of killing Frank and that he, she had asked him, like, would you help me or whatever? And he was like, dude, no, like, I love Frank. He helped me get a job. You know, he never did anything to me. But she's like, I guess, like, gave him, like, financial incentive or whatever mom incentive, I guess you would give. And so two weeks before the murder, they had a huge falling out. And his dad was like, don't go near her. She's dangerous. She's going to get you wrapped up in her crazy shit. Don't go near her. And his dad drives him to her house and he gets his shit. You know, the ex-husband that, so, you know, Paul's dad and Melissa end up in this verbal argument. And she's like, fuck you. And he's like, leave our son alone. Fuck you. And they pull away (laughs) and they don't talk. So now everyone thinks that Paul's estranged from his mom when two weeks later Frank goes missing. But his mom, incidentally, had posted on her Facebook the Uh, previous night that a picture of Paul, her son, passed out at her house with a cat, like, on his head. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, So like, kind of to put him, like, at her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens, though, the cops, you know, interview them both, and it turns out he has a charge for not only possession of meth, but for stealing the coins out of a car wash coin machine. Oh, that's that right there is right. the most disgusting <laughs> thing you can imagine. <laughs> what is? Did you ever see what's in those things? No, I have no idea. Okay. But why would I see what's in? I, I, why? All right, so I'm full of useless knowledge, okay? Let me just explain to you. Okay. At the bottom of those <laughs> car wash <laughs> vacuums is this metal plan. It's just like a metal pan, and when you take that off, whatever's in the, the vacuum that people suck up off the floor of their car god knows ready for this Ugh, i can't even condoms? talk about it i can't you're gonna it. say condoms i I'm just know from your condoms. face i'm not okay. gonna say condoms. tampons no you ready Ugh, okay. i can't even talk about it <laughs> go ahead fingernail clippings that's grosser than tampons and condoms listen finger, oh, <laughs> okay. fingernail clippings old food like dirt grime okay d- cigarette butts just I mean, you know, this guy had a drug addiction. He needed money. Bloody tampons. Like now it's now it's tampons. <laughs> listen, it's the most vile. Most I don't know dis- why you know this. Well, because these these heroin acts and these dopers, you know what they do? They they, <laughs> they go, go in and steal it. And they go and they open up the bottom of these vacuum things and they steal change out of it. But at the meantime, they leave the condoms and the tampons. Uh, they just it, it's so disgusting. It's gross. I mean, you really have to be like at a low point in your life. That's when, to when you said. To this. That's when you said that to me. I'm like, and I immediately know it. that's how gross it is. Right. So he had, he was, like, I guess on probation for this. So they arrest him for this probation violation, and he doesn't say anything, but she blames him for the shooting. So, Frank, the son. Yeah. Okay. Frank was shot with a nine millimeter handgun. And also a shotgun, like so two different guns he got shot with. And she tells them that he had an argument with Frank, then he waited till Frank was asleep, and then he shot him with two different guns. Yeah. And then she helped him yeah, that's how it works. dispose of Frank's body, right? And she helped him hide the car, is what she tells them. 
So she tells them where they could find the two guns. One's in the river by Frank's body and one's in a pond. And they find them where they are, where they say they are. So um, they they both get arrested mm. because obviously they tampered with a corpse. They abused a body. They hit a crime scene. They hit evidence. They, they killed someone, whether she killed someone or not. He, some, he, somebody got killed. So they were in jail for like three years, right? And the son was just like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take the heat for it or whatever. So after two years, she came forward and said it was her that did everything, that the only thing he's guilty of are the two crimes that don't involve shooting him. She claims that she shot Frank twice and that her son only helped her t um, dispose of evidence right. and then tamper with a corpse. She claims that she was fucked up on drugs and that's why it happened. She must have found Jesus in, in prison. Well, maybe she got clean. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. So while she was in, in jail, they came and they took the cats out. At the time of her arrest, there were 42 cats there that they rescued. Oh and they said that the cats, although were gross, mm -hmm. were friendly. So they were, don't think they were abused. <laughs> no, they <laughs> were probably just happy smiles. to see the cops. Right. Frank's dad, who lived next door, was like, you know, obviously terribly upset and said that um, she killed him because he was going to leave her and she was disgusting and that her, she basically blew Frank's entire face off. And that's what happened to his son. Jesus. Right. And yeah, then left the him in his gun. underwear. Yeah. Man. So can you imagine this family that went to go fishing and finds <laughs> him with his face blown off in his underwear? Like, what do you even say to your kid? You say, we're out of bait. We've got to go home. <laughs> Erase that. You, like, need one of those, like, like alien er erasers like like from men in black like oh yeah yeah that's what you need like for your kid otherwise your kids in therapy for the rest of our life that's hey me. let's go catch some trout oh my god look away <laughs> <laughs> what that is crazy isn't that terrible yeah it's nuts now in the meantime i have like because i did so much research on this i have like a little like a clip that you could play which you can't get the actual gist of how bad it is by right. just the audio because this girl in in one second i knew she killed him okay now keep in mind this i'm going to just like describe her, describe her for you she's got this big forehead right like a caveman she's got this bleach blonde hair with roots okay right is doing an interview with the news but as she's talking she keeps her eyes closed <laughs> you know like one of these people that's yeah, like yeah. i I don't know what happened. They didn't even tell me they found his body. <laughs> and she's like, I found out on Facebook that they found his body. That's how I found out. Uh, it's a nightmare. Uh -huh. I haven't slept much. Um, a lot of crying. Um, trying to figure out what you know is going on and why things are being kept from me. Um, you know, I wasn't even told that. Uh, body was found I had to find out about it on Facebook today when everybody else you know uh, his ex-wife and his kids everybody knew but nobody thought I should know I guess and the whole time she's got her eyes closed and it's like you lying bitch yeah. right it's all you could think and then she told her daughter she wanted her and her baby to die she blamed her son her son's been in prison now since then all because she's such a selfish cracked out <laughs> disgusting 
poor excuse for a human being who married a KKK leader. So like all these things are bad. I was just gonna say this whole relationship was fucked from the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, outside of <laughs> Frank's terrible decisions on, maybe he should have started like a chess club or like a railroad club or some, something else. I mean, you know what? I mean, maybe remember he wasn't like, a bad guy. Remember that story from 59 where it had like the awesome haunted house? Yeah. You're, like your little like three, four picture awesome little like visual that you do is just not gonna cut the mustard here because I have pictures of the inside of their house this cracked out bitch, that poor kid laying there with a cat the night before. Did you say 59? Yeah, the one that happened in 1959. Oh, 59. I yeah. like episode 59. I'm like, damn, no. what would you go? Like, what do you like? Uh... <laughs> Time travel. Yeah. No, but the picture of him laying there with a the cat by his head. Yeah. I have pictures of the house with cats running around outside of it. <laughs> okay. Like, I have so many pictures. I have a picture of them getting married in the KKK uniform with the princess bride things. Oh so you have to like, it, it has to like, I have like a million pictures. Cause you just can't not. <laughs> because they're all like cringeworthy. Yeah. They're all like, wait, what? <laughs> where, where do you find these stories? Like what, what, what are you doing? I, I don't know, but you know what? Here's another thing. <laughs> After she confessed that she actually was the shooter, she made like a plea deal. Okay. And she got life in prison. Well, that's good. But he's, her son, her poor 24-year-old son, is still waiting for, like, sentencing and actual well, First of all, stop. Let, let, no. When, no. There's no I bleeding mean, this heart kid, shit this here. kid had no chance. We mean poor. This kid had no chance. No, he was complicit. He's got her he, as a mother. He still knew what he was doing. He still yeah. helped. Well, I mean, no, he was on meth. Yeah, okay. Well, that's no excuse. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but I'm just saying this kid had no chance from the minute that he was conceived inside her uterus. Oh, yeah, that's true. He just had no chance. And now he's forever going to pay. He was literally the only person in her family that was still talking to her. Nobody else would talk to her. But they all talked to Frank. Even her ex-husband talked to Frank on a regular basis. Her sister, her daughter, her son, everybody in her family still talked to Frank. No one talked to her except for her own son, who she threw under the bus and now is in jail forever. Yeah, it's bizarre. Isn't this a crazy story? It's whack. It's completely whack. Couldn't make up something better than this. Like I, I couldn't like write a book with my own imagination and come up with something <laughs> crazier than this. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Right? There's people out there that are like just like wow. Oh, and you know what else I have a picture of? What? The blood-covered mattress. Oh, that's gross. And she did claim that she cleaned the walls of blood spatter. Like. But she missed some spots. It was there was some on the ceiling still. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. And. Oh, 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 this is, this is, this is something. After he got shot, right. the neighbor claimed that they heard a ruckus or whatever. Then they heard... Can you describe like, the ruckus? Jesus Christ Almighty! God damn it! What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. Yeah, it was like a grinding metal sound, right? You know what it was? Her breaking into the safe to steal his medicine. Wow. So she shot him, and then she broke into the safe with some sort of a grinder. I heard a ruckus. <laughs> Can you describe it? Right? No, I, you know I know this one, All right. so don't even. So get the bull by the horns. <laughs> I make $30,000 a year. <laughs> so anyhow. Just think. Just think. In 1980, whatever, 
Like $30,000 a year was a lot of money. I know it was like 100000 now. He was like gloating about it. Yeah. yeah. And then he had this toilet paper in his pants. Mm-hmm. I will but not yeah. be made a fool of. No. <laughs> but the neighbor, that's what he hears, is the grinding of her breaking into the safe to steal his medicine. Hmm. Isn't that... That's terrible. It is terrible. But everyone... Well, listen. On this show... Yeah. It's really not that big a fucking deal, to be honest with you. Because on this show... People have been using grinders on people's bones, cutting people in half, putting their heads in stew. It just goes on and oh, on and I'll on. I'll tell you, wait until Thanksgiving because I have the best one, but I'm saving it for Thanksgiving because it, it happened on Thanksgiving. So, like, everyone's going to have to stick around for, like, you know, eight more months or whatever. I have to be honest with you. If they're still here, <laughs> they're going to love this They're book. probably going to stay for a while because, you know, why else would you listen to this whack shit? I know. <laughs> Anyway. That was a good one. All right, thanks. You're on a roll. You're actually doing pretty well. <laughs> thanks. Well, you know, sometimes they're like so sad and they're so depressing. And then I'm, at the end, I'm like, I got to come up with something better than this. Like, even though they have morals and stuff, sometimes they just come out tragic, like uh, no matter what. And they are tragic. Yeah. All of them are tragic. Even poor Frank, the KKK grand imperial leader. <laughs> you know, he was someone's dad and someone's son and someone's neighbor, you know, friend, whatever. They're all tragic. Somebody dies in all of them, but sometimes they're like ridiculous. Like we can't even like, <laughs> we leave them. We're like, mm. yeah. Man. So yeah, there's going to be some good audio with this too, because like I said, there's like some fucking crazy interviews with her. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Like cruising around like 34 next. I know. Right? It's kinda, yeah. Kind of nuts. So right. listen, while, while we're doing this, what, you know, we have some people that go on Instagram and they and they uh, look at the pictures and they comment and sort of. Tell us what your favorite one is. I'm curious what. I know. And do you like it better if we're like, if it's humorous or do you like it better if it's serious? Do you like the morals? Do you just want us to like shut the hell up and like what is it that you like <laughs> or don't like? Yeah, and I'm I'm really curious to know like what your favorite episodes are so far because you know. I feel like my favorite episode, no matter what, is the one with the grass, the the knotweed. <laughs> Because it was oh, the so Chinese knotweed, Japanese, yeah. Japanese when he kills her with the perfume bomb. Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like you were on. I feel like you were like on Fuego that night. You uh, were like, did he kill himself with a cologne bottle? Like that was really funny. <laughs> the octopus. <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> he was stabbing himself why three, does he need three knives. Three knives. <laughs> that one was really good. Yeah. So. Well, we, yeah, definitely had some funny ones. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for like a half hour, and uh, I guess wait to come back for thirty-four. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.